What's good, fam? Thanks for joining me, your host, Corey Cabri, on the Living Life on Purpose podcast, where we discuss various topics on how to apply God's principles to your everyday life. I hope you enjoyed the discussion. Let's get it started. Uh, what we have here is, you know, last week what we talked about, which is basically a continuation, is Jesus said by this will all men know that you are my disciples, that you love one another as I have loved you. And I'm paraphrasing that, John 13, I think it was 34 or 35. Right? And you see a, an interesting glimpse of this through Paul. And I'm going to bounce around, but and over in 1 Corinthians chapter uh, chapter 9, and you see Paul talking about being an apostle and he talks about how he could charge people. He talks about um, meaning meaning through him preaching the gospel, he's not uh, collecting any money as a means of him preaching the gospel. And, and he goes on to say that, I, you know, I could I could be doing all of this, all of these things. And, and I guess he's writing this letter to the Corinthians because somebody is questioning his apostleship. But Paul is basically, in some forms or fashion, defending his apostleship and saying, you know, no, I'm an apostle and, and I could be doing everything that all the other apostles are doing. I could, I could have a wife. And am I not able to do that? Am I not uh, able to do all of the things that they, they are doing? I know like in verse 4, do we have the right to eat and drink? Um, uh, don't we have the right to take a, a believing wife with us when we travel uh, he began to bring up people like uh, Peter and the Lord's brother uh, James James was Jesus' brother was who he was referring to that were married and, and he was like and me and Barnabas are we the only ones that are not able to live the way all the other apostles were living like just in some form of fashion defending his apostleship uh, uh, but when he got down to the bottom not necessarily the bottom, but where where I wanted to pick up, uh, I believe it was, what, 19? Uh, he said, and, and, and let me start at 17. He said, but if I preach because I, I preach, if I preach because I want to, I get a reward. If I preach because I have to, I'm only doing my duty. Then what reward do I get? Here is, here is what it is. I am able to preach the good news free of charge and I can do it without making use of my rights when I preach it. He's saying he's saying he's just doing it really for the love, for the love of God and for the love of people. He's doing it because he loves God and because he loves people. He wants to see people united with God. So he's basically an ambassador for Christ, and which we all are. And um, so then 19, he says... I am free, right? I don't belong to anyone. And this is interesting. This is the New International Reader's Version. I never read this version before, so it sounds interesting. He said, I am free. I don't belong to anyone. But I make myself a slave to everyone. I do it to win as many as I can to Christ. Just a couple more verses. To the Jews, I became like a Jew that was to win the Jews to those under the law became like one who was under the law even though I myself am not under the law that 
was to win those under the law. To those who don't have the law, I became like one who doesn't have the law. I am not free from God's law. I am under Christ's law. Now I can win those who don't have the law. All right, we'll, we'll park there. Anybody have a comment, question, suggestion, anything they want to sing? I know that's just random, right? I asked somebody if they wanted to sing. But <laughs> I like to yield the floor. I just like to yield, you know, to be obedient. Not, not, there's no choreography. We're not coercing anything. Just whatever the Lord puts on you, you just, you know what I mean, feel free. Interrupt me anytime, any moment, and I will stop. Um, but looking at 19 through, I guess I stopped at, what, 21? 23. 23? Oh, no, well, yeah. right, right. Yeah, 21. I mean, I'm, I'll definitely finish it. Um, but looking at those few verses and, and then really honing in on 19 when he said, um, I became a slave. I'm free, but I made myself a slave to everyone. Now, that's interesting, right? And, and, and what are we talking about? We're talking about loving people. We're talking about relationships. He invested himself into everyone and who is this everyone basically everyone that he came across or God set on his path right now now am I saying or am I making a rule or a law to say that uh, it, it, that we have to do that no absolutely not I'm not trying to make up a rule or a law but what am I doing I'm, I'm basically administering something that Jesus said Jesus said by this will all men know know what we're his disciples what condition that we love one another as he loved us. Paul is, is, is exemplifying something that Jesus did throughout his walk. He's exemplifying something. He, Jesus invested himself into people. And I, it, it wasn't just like a, a, a ministry in the sense of I'm doing a job. And that's what Paul was trying to talk about in the earlier verses. He, I'm not, this is not work. I'm not working, guys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If I do it, that's my reward. If, if this is my job, if I'm doing it because I have to, then that's my reward because I'm getting paid for it. That's my reward. And he's saying, I'm not doing this because I have to. I have a, I have, I have a desire, right? I have a desire to share God's love with you all because God shared it with me. It's just, it's just, it's just a, a love thing. This is a love thing. And Paul backed it up with saying, I invested all of me into them. I invested all of me into them. Why? Because that's what Jesus did. Jesus did that very same thing. And 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 it, I know I wanted this is an interesting thing. I wanted to send this book, this this scripture to you for the entire reading, but but it's I'm I'm going to read it and then just to so you see like, whoa, that's that's pretty dope. It's pretty dope. Uh Everybody remembered Mary and Martha and and, and uh, how Mary would love on Jesus. How she would, you know, she, she anointed his feet with the oil that she had spent. I don't know how much her wages on it. It, it. it explained it. I can't recall, but it was a lot of money, and so much so that uh, Judas was like talking about we could have used that, you know, for the poor, right? And uh, but but then she was wiping his feet with her hair and and and. and Cleaning it with the tears uh, from her eyes or what have you, and and uh, and Jesus spent a lot of time with them. He spent time with them. He invested his time 
in them. So much so that, that you have people from the outside thinking that he married Mary, right? Uh, he didn't. That's that's just foolish foolishness, foolery. But 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 they were looking at the story behind it because Jesus invested himself into these people. But but not only Mary and Martha, but also her, her brother. But but I was reading in eleven, right? John eleven, that is. And and this is the. I'm gonna start. I'm gonna do it in the NIV first, but then I'm gonna go back to the the, the Amplified because the Amplified was basically basically saying what I was thinking. It says uh, when Lazarus got sick and and he did Mary and Martha sent word him. This is John eleven two. Mary, whose brother Lazarus was now lay sick, was the name was the same one who poured perfume on the Lord and wiped his feet with her hair. So the sister sent word to Jesus, saying, Lord. The one you love is sick. And when he heard this, Jesus said, this sickness will not end in death, right? That was NIV. And then over in um, the Amplified is what I wanted to bring out. Um, it says, uh, here again, it says, the, so the sisters sent word to him saying, Lord, he, our brother and your friend whom you love is sick. <laughs> right? He, he, he befriended them. Right? It wasn't just uh, a, a, a work. Right, he wasn't just, oh, I'm here to give you this, this, this gospel, and then, and then I, I'm gonna send you on your way. Now there were people that he sent to be a witness unto him, right? And then there were people that he allowed to follow him. But even the the the, the man that that was at the tomb, that that he 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 basically removed the demons from, even him, he invested time into him, right? He invested time in. We don't have all of the the details of what he did or what he said. But but in order for him to be that witness, Jesus had to invest into him, right? It wasn't just, I'm just performing the work. And another example, Zacchaeus, Zacchaeus, and him and Zacchaeus weren't friends. But Zacchaeus, he went into his house, spent time with him. He, he, he invested time with people and treated them like people, regardless of what they were or what they were doing, regardless of that. He, he, he invested time. He created relationships with these people, right, that wanted him, right? It wasn't just random, but it was that, that wanted him. But the thing of it is with, with Lazarus and Mary and Martha, the part I love, it says, whom he loved. He loved all of us. But that was significant, right? It was something significant about that. And the Amplified Version brought it out, who he befriended. And even John, the writer of this book, right? He always talked about, <laughs> meaning John, the writer. John always talked about how Jesus loved him in this book of John. Like he didn't love any of the rest of his disciples. But what he was indicating was him and John, Jesus and John were friends. They were close, right? Jesus invested into him, right? Right? And 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 now you have this picture because I said that to say this so that we can get you know what Paul is saying. Because it's you know it sounds like you know he but he said he said I became like a Jew to win the Jews or I became like one under the law to win those under the law or became like somebody that wasn't under the law to win those that weren't under the law he wasn't saying like he began to practice what they were doing you know what he was saying right he didn't begin to practice Judaism yeah, he didn't he didn't, he didn't become uh, a, a Levite or what have you, and you know, started walking under the law and doing all the things under the law. Like he was a priest, he he didn't become lawless, 
He didn't become uh, a sinner or an ungodly person. No, he remained under Christ. But what he did was he related to them as, as people in their situation. He could relate. He could relate to somebody that wasn't under the law. We all can. Like, like bringing it to us, you know, we can relate to people that, that, that are doing things that are, that are sinful. <laughs> we can relate. And I know, you know that's the big one. We, we pretend like we, like we don't. But we can relate, you know. Even if we grew up in, in the church, we still can relate to people that are, that are sinful. We can relate because we, we are, even in our state now. We can relate. But if we have this relationship with Christ, we also can, can, can share that. Not in the manner of, like, like I'm trying to, 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 like, what would they call it outside of the church, a Bible beat somebody. No, it ain't about that. It's about relating to somebody in their position, in their state, and helping them to see how you maneuver through the state that they're in into the state you're in. And, uh, and, co and constantly maneuvering out of the sin state into the state of what God is wanting you to do. Right? Because it's a constant process. It's not like it ends. It's not like, you know what I mean? We and Gabe always talks about this. Like the old body just goes away. That old nature goes away. You know, when I was younger, when I, I've talked about it before. Uh... I grew up in a in a in a family where where like literally like fighting was the resolution, you know that that's that's how we handled our problems. <laughs> that's how we handled our problems. So so I would see my grandmother fight her children. I saw her literally. It wasn't like her husband beat on her nose because people were like, oh man, you grew up in an abusive home. No, 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 I didn't. I, I saw my grandmother have a boxing match with this. Guy, she wasn't even married to him at the time, but they had a boxing match, and I mean a boxing match. Like literally, Big Mama was in her boxing stance, and she was swinging on him. She was ducking, and she was swinging and ducking, and it was crazy. Like I was like, I can't, I can't, I, I'm kidding you not. I was 12 years old watching my grandmama box a dude, and I was like, whoa, Big Mama got hands. <laughs> Big Mama can throw down, right? Just crazy. But that's how, you know, that's how we, you know, handled our problems, and it, and it got into me. And so it would be like, yeah, um, you know, just pray for your boy. But, you know, at times, people to do stuff to me, even in my <clears throat> state of ministry, I would, I would be like, hey, you know, hey, I'm about to lay my hands on you because you, you seem like, you, can, you know, you need some, some fixing. I need to adjust your attitude, literally. I'm going to adjust it with my hands. Uh, but anyways, but anyways, y'all, just pray for me. Uh, but yeah, I had to still learning how to come out of that. Still, even in this day, like I'm learning how to come out of that. Like Corey, you can't can't be boxing people. You can't challenge people to box you, you know, because you think you good. You know, it's just no, that's no, that ain't God is not wanting you to do that. So so in a, in other words, I get I'm getting at is this: in my state, I'm constantly battling some old nature that is within me, and 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 I'm constantly battling it. Right. And, and there are times when, I mean, of course, I'm, I'm not me, not me personally, but the spirit of God that is within me is winning because I'm yielding to that spirit more so than the, to the old nature that wants to go and box people. Right. I don't yield to that mindset. You know, yeah, it comes up. Yeah, it talks to me. Yeah. You know, I want to go punch out somebody. But but I'm yielding more so to God, the spirit of God, the spirit that that I'm choosing to 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 exemplify, because I want people to see that love. I don't want people to see my fist. Right. And I don't. You know, I don't. So so I yield more to God. And, and in that, I am able to relate to other people, not just people that want to box. 
right? But people that has that mindset that wants to yield to their nature, right? Their fleshy nature, their old nature, right? But, but what happens is this. This is what happens. I don't treat them like a project. I treat them like, and I'm not saying me literally. I'm saying this is the example. I, like Paul is saying, I treat them like a person. I get to know them. I get an understanding of who they are. I get an understanding of how they live. I, I, I allow them to see who I am, and I share things about how I live. And it's like, well, man, you don't want to be so vulnerable. It ain't about me being vulnerable because, because I'm walking with God, right? This, this is a form of ministry, but at the same time, I'm sharing love. Now, now, just like when Jesus would address certain people, they would come up to him and they would ask him questions like Nicodemus or the rich young ruler, which we don't even have his name, who left away sorrowful after Jesus explained to him, right? If, 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 I, if I share, right, and I invest myself into someone and they don't want the investment, okay, they're free to leave. And I will kick the dust off and move on to the next person that Jesus sends me to, you know, whether I know it or not. I'm, that's just the process. It's like I didn't lose anything. They did, right? Because what, what did I lose? I just invested some love in them. They didn't want it. Oh, okay. I take the love that I still have. I didn't run out of love that I invested in them. No, I still got some more because Jesus is constantly pouring into me. That same love. I never lose sight of Christ, right? And this is what Paul is saying. I'm, I'm, I'm never losing sight of who my Lord is just because I'm investing in who you are because I just want you to see my Lord, right? No matter who you are, and I'm, and, I'm, and I'm relating to you in the state that you're in, right? I'm not making myself out to be like somebody that, like, I've arrived. No. And that's what makes the thing beautiful about establishing the relationship with people because you're not making it like you've arrived, yeah, you may have a little bit more seasoning, a little bit more salt, but that's just it, right? It ain't like they can't get just as much salt or more. No, they can, but but you're treating them like people, establishing that relationship, showing them that love, right? Not not accounting who they who you see in the forefront of them against them. Go ahead, please. All right, but I just keep going and going like the Energizer Bunny. Uh, but 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 what I'm saying is you're establishing that relationship with them, right? You're constantly sharing that love with them. When, and Paul had a few examples, and I love that about it, because you, you never know who you're going to bump into. You never know what they are going through, right? And we talked about this maybe a few weeks back, uh, about being the one God enables, right? Allow God to enable you, right, to be what a person needs. He says, he says to the weak, I, become, <laughs> I became like I was weak. You know, that I may win the week. And what does that mean? I have no idea. The week, that could, that could mean a whole bunch of things. But Paul was able to identify with them, right? And he saw something about them where they were weak. And, and he began to relate to them in their weakness as if he was weak, which we all can identify with that in some form or fashion. We all have gotten weak in certain areas or about something and like literally was weak, like I was, un, I was sick. And that's a form of weakness. Or I was weak to some temptation. Yeah, there's all types of things as far as being weak, you know, what I mean? or, or even weak in the sense of, uh, of an insecurity. You know, we've all experienced those things, but Paul was able to identify with them in that. I just, I love how he basically touched on all of these areas. But the whole point of it was 
that he can show them God. He said win them, but in really what he's saying is show them God. Show them God's love. Because at the end of the day, that's the whole point of this. I want to show people God's love. So, so I can't allow my nature, my old nature to get in the way of that. Right? This is this. I can't allow, you know, old Corey want to beat up people, get in the way of that. Ah, oh, you a bully. You know, I, I, people even started calling me that when I was in high school. It was so crazy because I was like, no, nah, I'm not the bully. You know, I used to get bullied, and it was crazy how the bully, the bullied became the bully. Interesting. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah, I know. But that's that's typically what happens, right? You you become a victim of something, and you become that thing. If you, you know, anyway. But but. Point is, it's, it's about showing God's love to people. Showing the love. Showing the love. Constantly keeping that in the forefront of your mind. And, 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 and this is what Jesus is saying. People recognize it. People, people see it. When it's love, people see it. People are drawn to you. You don't even know why. It's like, man, God's always, you probably won't say God, but you're like, man, I'm always bumping into people, random and strange people, and, and, it, and they, just, they just won't. They won't ever leave. They never go away. They become genuinely your friends. Like your friends. And you, you love them. And they begin to share things with you. You may not hear from them every day or every week. But when you do hear from them, you, you, you're constantly, you're, you're, like you're routinely, you're talking like you never stop. You're having conversations for hours. Like, 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 like you've just been knowing them all your life. Why? Because you met them one point. You're related to them. And you showed them love, and, and you kept them coming back. You kept them coming back, and that's that was just it. And in anything you could share with them, that's what you shared. Like that that loving share. Like people, and this is not necessarily monetary, right? And, and so don't get it don't get it confused. It's it's when people need something from you, and it, it's it's always something, but you may not even understand what it is. Mostly, it's never tangible. It's never tangible. It's, not, it's, it's like, I just want to be this person in your life that you may not even have. Right? You may not even have this person in your life. And God is enabling you to be that person. And guess what happens? Guess what happens in the process? You lose sight of you. <laughs> you lose sight of you. Right? Because you're so invested in the, into them and, 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 and into God, showing God to them. You lose sight of you. You lose sight of, of the fact that, you know, you might not have everything you want. You may have been struggling with something on the back end, but then God started using you to help somebody else or enabling you to help someone else, and you forgot that you were struggling. And then you realize that struggling is only a state of mind. It's only a struggle to the extent that I entertain it. <laughs> that makes sense. I only, I'm only struggling when I'm entertaining it. When I'm entertaining it, when I'm grappling with something that I can't control, right? That's when the struggle becomes because I keep warring against something that isn't happening for me. But when I let it go and say, hey, I can't make it happen or make it go away. Let me just focus on doing what God is calling me to do, which is loving people. Being, being enabled so people can see God's love. And guess what? God always sends somebody your way to do the same thing to you. Invest that love right back. He always does. He always does. It's, so it's a process of reciprocity. And guess what happens? Here we go. Back to relationships. Now you have this network of people around you 
where you pouring into and they're pouring into you. And love begets love. And then it just spreads. It's like a snowball. Right? Your circle just gets bigger and bigger. You have a circle of love. <laughs> it's just when you make yourself available to that. Right? But if you stand on the backside and you're constantly looking at people like they got the problem and you don't. Nah, I can't talk to you because you like this. And I can't talk to you because you think like that. Because you dress like this. And because, you know, you came from that part of town or what have you. Constantly criticizing everybody for every little thing of who they are. Then God can't enable you. He can't. He can't even enable you to get past your own self. Like you, you got it to you. You know what I'm saying? He can't even do it. Yeah, you, you, because you're so busy. You know what I mean? Trying to stay away from people. You, you, you have no idea how ugly you are. <laughs> you have no idea. You ugly. You're ugly. You look worse than they do, and you can't see it because you constantly turning the mirror the other way, trying to show people who they are instead of showing people who God is. I know a lot in it is a lot. It's a lot, and and y'all just let me talk straight through this whole thing. I mean. So I'm, I'm gonna stop, and I'm gonna ask anybody: Do they have any questions? Anyone? Qu comments? Uh, something you just want to share? Tell me what you mean when you say something is dope. Oh, <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> okay. Well, let's well let's go into a million. I know what I mean. I know what I mean when I say. Right, right. Let's go into Merriam-Webster's dictionary, right? Something that you particularly like or favor, and, and, and you think it was uh, either astounding or it, it excited you. It made you feel a certain way, right? And it, it's like it excited you. It brought joy into your life, you, or if you want to go to that extent, or you just say happy. It made you happy because you liked it or it, was, it looked good. I'm not I'm not I'm not hearing people say that about the Lord. Nah, nah, they nah. It, it's, it's, he's more of a taskmaster to some, and you know. But when you get to know him, right? When you see how he enables you, and he, you know, pours that love in you, right? So I can call, so I can call him dope in that instance. Man, yes, because you. you you see, it's like, man, like this relationship we have. Because if you go back to did that John 11, I just thought that was so dope, right? Yeah. He's like whom he loved, whom he, he was a friend yeah. to Mary, Martha, and Lazarus. He was their friend, right? It was, yeah. it, he wasn't just going there to raise them from the dead, right? He was going there because he invested in them. Right, they relied on him. They 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 they, yeah, they counted on him. Like man, just Jesus, he's our friend, your friend, the person you love. He died. Like oh man, he was somewhere in there and said he wept. Right, but it wasn't for that reason, but just the fact that John recorded it. Right, that just just throws you for a loop. Like man, was he really crying for Lazarus? No, he wasn't. He wasn't crying for Lazarus. It was just the whole position because people weren't seeing what he had been showing them the whole time, right? God, they, they was missing the whole God. They was missing it. And he's like, man. But but he constantly showed patience. That was another thing, right? He never got tired of 
Even when he was making it like he was, he never was. He's like, have I been so long with you? <laughs> he said that a few times. But but he Man. never said, I'm going to leave. He didn't. He's like, I'm leaving y'all. Y'all just, ugh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he loved them so much. He let them get on his nerves. They got on his nerves and he let them. So I'm going to let y'all keep getting on my nerves. It's okay. Just keep doing it. I'm a glutton for punishment. But he loved them because they were his friends. They were his friends. And that's, that's, that's the beautiful part about this, right? It's ministry, but at the same time, it's, it's life too. You know, you know, it's, it's life, you know, and I've made some beautiful friends here in Houston just in the past year. You know, I don't even know if Jose's on, but I mean, I have to just boast about it. And it's just some simple of me reaching out online and finding a little Bible study that I never, ever once thought to, to, to dive into because I, I never did because me, the type of person that I am, you know what I mean? I, I've been doing this. Not, I ain't saying I'm that I'm old, but I've been doing this for a minute. And most of the times when I do Bible studies, it's like I get real deep and people, you know, I scare people away because I start talking about stuff that people don't particularly talk about, but you hear on Sunday. And, you know, you get in these Bible studies with these churches and you're like, oh, here we go, this typical stuff. <laughs> and then I start sharing stuff and they be like, okay, this dude is a little off, right? And, and it, but, but anyways, so I've always been reluctant about just joining Bible studies. But here it's like the Lord said, I need you to be available. I want to enable you. And I was like, all right, Lord, I'm going to go. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find one. And I found one that I thought would be the most spiritual, right? And I was like, oh, man. And it was so spiritual. It said this was a lesson. It was about hearing God's voice and learning how to hear God's voice. And Priscilla Shire was, was actually, it was her uh, book that she was discussing. And it was just so cool. And out of that, the one person God wanted me to meet, and me and him are super friends now, is Jose. You know what I mean? Like I said, I don't know if he's on, but. That's my boy, right? And it's just amazing how our relationship is. And there's no judging. It's just, you know, he don't judge me. It's like, Corey, you crazy. You da 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 And I don't judge him. We just, that's my boy, right? We, we meet up, you know, once a month, I think. But that's my boy, right? And it, it's beautiful. And, we, and he, he's sharpening me. I'm sharpening him. And that's what happens, right, when you allow yourself to be enabled. God has enabled me to be what he needs. And God is enabling him to be what I need. And bam, here we are. Here we are, but yeah, that's she. That's, see, Corey, go in conjunction, in conjunction with that, see, in, in, in this section of scripture we got here, Paul says, "I'm free." Yeah. And and the first thing that came to my mind when I read that was that now I can be all that God created me to be. Yes, that's good. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. I'm free. So whatever God is leading me to do, I'm up to the task. Yeah, that's good. Bring it. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. Because He's the one that puts the people in our path. Yes, He's he the is. one that puts us in other people's path. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Why, why, why not just be completely free? Free. Hmm. Whatever, Lord. Yeah. I was just going to share one of my friends, they may or may not be on the line, had told me a couple of weeks ago, I was telling them how hard it is for me to deal with certain people that may do certain things in my life. And it was kind of, and my friend said, you need to learn to absorb people. Yeah. 
And I was like, absorb the devil is a lie. I ain't absorbing every spirit ain't of God, and I can't have it in my life. I rebuke a spirit, and, you know, they got to leave, and I can't have certain things in my life. And so they're like, okay, you're going too deep. You, you need to pull it back. <laughs> and um, so the Lord opened the door last week. Uh, I went out, uh, took my mentee to lunch, and she said, the Lord always uses you. You call me always when I'm looking for counsel, Like. I don't know how God does it, but we don't meet all the time. But when we meet is when she needs a mentor. Yeah. And so when we were at lunch, she said, I'm going through a season where I'm growing apathetic. And I know as a believer, anytime you get really apathetic like this, I need help. Yeah. I need you yeah. to help me pull out of this. And I said, well, where are you growing apathetic about? And this was amazing because here it is, I'm – a little less concerned with, okay, if they're living outside the will of God or they're doing all this type of stuff, how can I be around it? And she said, I'm actually most apathetic to other believers. I was like, what? Uh, <laughs> like, I was yeah. like, Jesus, I don't know how to answer this. <laughs> and um, she said, I keep being around all these believers, and all I can think is, she said, the kingdom is coming. Jesus is coming back, and all I keep thinking about is eternity, and all these believers are having these conversations that have nothing to do with eternity, and it's grieving. She said, I I just don't even want to deal. I don't even want to talk to another Christian right now. Wow. And I was just sitting there like, and you want to talk to me? (laughs) And so I was using my best. Um, I'm trained in, like, communication, soft skills for leadership. And so I was talking about this model we call the narrative model, renewing your mind, which is biblically based. But I was talking about different things, and I was giving her this long formula, and then I was even doing role play with her when a situation comes up to help renew her mind with the Word of God. So I was doing this all. She was like, I don't think I can do all this. I don't know. I mean, I get what you're saying. And all of a sudden, I heard what one of my friends who may or may not be on the line said to be a few weeks earlier. And I said, you know what? Forget everything I said. Start absorbing people. Hmm. And she said, oh, my God, I can do that. Hmm. I see what you're saying. <laughs> I was That's like, awesome. what? <laughs> I was like, I done did all these formulas. I done taught you the soft skill yeah. of communication. I done taught you reflective listening. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and all I did was use that one word again, and I said, absorb. Yeah. And she said, I get it. And I said, yeah. you got to remember, whenever you start taking on that tone, you're becoming a judge. Yeah. And I said, and I know this is a conversation is as much for me as it is you right now. But every time you start growing numb, that means that you've got to be in the place where God can use you. You gotta make have him make your heart pliable and supple again. You gotta go back to the cross. Because God is actually showing you how far from eternity you really are. Well, family, I hope the discussion has encouraged you. I hope it has enlightened you. I hope it has infused you with love and truth to live a life filled with God on purpose and if it has join us again for more godly discussions thank you